0: Welcome to the Next Level Selling Podcast, where your host, Michael Polk, teaches you the simple concepts of how to go from good to great in your sales game. Selling is absolutely a profession. It requires skill. It is not a job. Whether you're just getting started or have been pursuing sales greatness for years, this podcast will make sure you maximize your income while having fun along the way. Are you ready to take this thing to the top? Let's go. Now, here's your host of the Next Level Selling Podcast, Michael Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike here with Next Level Selling Podcast. If I sound a little winded, it's because I just came out of the gym with my trainer, trying to stay big, beefy, and bulky. Okay, that's not true. I've never been big, beefy, and bulky, but I try my best. So, uh, you know, hey, staying healthy, it's important. That's a whole other thing I'm going to talk about one of these days, because so many people, you know, they struggle in their careers, their they're they're selling their personal lives and uh, they're always tired and they don't feel good and they don't like what they see in the mirror and look let's face it a lot of success in life absolutely has to do with your health so how you feel uh is very important i know some people have things they can't control there's disease and there's, there's there's things i get it that you can't control but there's a lot of things you can control. You can not control what you put in your mouth. You can not control getting up and exercising. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. I do not care how busy you are. I have a wife, I have a mother-in-law, I have three cats, a dog, and a lizard, and on any given day, 20 to 40 crickets. I don't know if you followed that or not, but that's a true story. So anyway, uh, I put in a lot of hours and uh, every single day. So we're all busy and busy people are successful people. What I wanna talk about today for a few minutes is, um, you know, the last couple of days I'm working with a couple of sales guys, and uh, you know, I noticed when uh, when working with them, one of them was having a hard time closing a deal. And again, I'm not a big believer in saying close, you know, you gotta be a great closer. Closing comes with providing a great sales process, understanding understanding your current uh, customers' needs. Sorry, like I said, I just worked out. Probably should have waited a few minutes before I did this. Understanding their needs, what their wants, their desires. Becoming a friend with them. And yes, even if it's a very short sales cycle, I don't care if you got one hour, you can become a friend with somebody because if they don't like you, they're not buying. I don't care. They're, they're not buying. They're going to like you one way or the other. I mean, if you do your job correctly, that's when people buy. So I'm working with a couple salespeople and you know, I actually have to step in and I help close. And and what I realized was, is when I stepped in, if you can't tell, I get pretty excited. Not over the top animated. If you've got an introverted person, you don't want to scare the heck out of them by jumping in and just screaming and yelling. However, you need to be excited. Being excited, in my opinion, just shows belief. Belief in what you're doing. I mean, if you're not excited about what you're selling and what you're doing, you might need to pick something else because you do need to believe in what you're doing, if you don't believe in it, your prospect isn't gonna believe in it and they're not gonna believe in you. I'll bank on that, I'll put money on it, that is a fact. So you need to believe in what you're selling. You might say, Mike, I don't really care about what I'm selling but I make a great living. Just think how good of a living you could make if you were actually selling something that you truly believed in and you could put your heart and soul into. That's what you should be doing. So I'm working with these couple guys and again, one of them, closing a deal for them, and all I did was get excited and edified the person. And we talked about the uh, individual's background and cause people want to talk about themselves, not, not about you. You want to find a connection if at all possible. And we both had a military background, so that worked out. But long story short is when I was done without going into all the details, the customer decided to purchase. Now, when I pulled the salesperson aside, I said, what did I do different than you? And he goes, well, I don't know nothing really, because I said all the same stuff you said. And I said, yeah, you did. The difference is how you said it. Remember, the quality of your life is directly related to the quality of your communication. If you're not communicating effectively, which my person wasn't doing, the guy I'm coaching, he wasn't communicating effectively. He wasn't showing excitement. He wasn't putting out belief in what he was trying to sell. Guys, girls, you gotta believe. You gotta be excited. Another scenario: the other salesperson I'm working with has a customer that, even though trying to pre-qualify, and listen, I don't believe in pre-qualifying someone to the point that you're doing an interrogation and you make the customer feel like, well, dear God, you know, they're just if 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 I can't qualify, then they don't care about me. I do believe in pre-qualifying someone to a point, but at the end of the day, I also believe in customer service. Customer service is part of selling. You must provide incredible customer service. You wanna make people raving fans. That's a book, you should look it up. Raving fans is what you ultimately want. Well, sometimes, guess what? Depending on what you're selling, if the customer doesn't qualify, they can't buy. So I have another scenario where the other salesperson is trying to sell and, and the customer doesn't qualify. And the customer's a little irritated, they're like, well, man, you know, I, I, it, it, they're upset because they don't qualify. What they're really saying is they're hurt. What the product you have is what they want, and in this case, they don't have the means to purchase the product. So the salesperson, when the customer you know exits and leaves the uh, area, the salesperson's all depressed and pissed off, and so much so that it's it affects the next customer they get in front of. Jim Rohn, discipline your disappointment. I get it. You're disappointed. It's how you make a living. You don't sell, you don't eat, don't feed the family, don't pay the bills. But if you're selling in desperation, if you're selling and letting your emotion get control, you know, it's taking control of how you're acting. It's going to control how you feel about the next customer you're in front of. You don't think people don't feel your desperation. You've been a consumer. You've gone out. You've purchased before. You ever been in front of that salesperson that just is jumping down your throat? They're almost getting irritated and pissed off when you even give a hint that you're not buying, that you're just looking, that you're just checking it out, that you're going to purchase a month from now. And all of a sudden you see the the salesperson you're working with, you see their face change. That is unacceptable in my opinion. And if you're doing that, it's probably why you're not doing very well. And again, if you're doing what you think is pretty well, man, you could do a lot better. Maybe that's why you haven't taken it to the next level because you can't get control of your attitude. Discipline your disappointment. I always say have a pity party for 3.2 seconds, have a little after action review on how the sale went, what happened, what you said, what they said, and what you missed because every time you don't close a deal, you know whose fault it is? It's your fault. It's your fault, you missed something. And it's good news that it's your fault because one, now you're not a victim and two, if it's your fault, you can get better. You can get better in your skill set. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Selling is a skill. It is a skill. The biggest mistake people make is they say, well, you know, I got a great personality, so I'm a good salesperson. I don't give a crap how great your personality is. That's a plus, but I've worked with people before that are complete introverts that every time they talk, they talk like this and they're very monotone and you know what I'm talking about. That kind of person, I've worked with those guys. I've worked with girls like that. I've worked with these kind of people that are so introverted. They're they're afraid to even talk to somebody, but they're determined to make a living at selling. And if they follow a process, and if they can get behind their product, and if they can actually be customer focused, not hard closers. Customer focused. I'm not talking about just kissing the customer's butt, which in a way you need to do that but you know, you have a bill of rights. I used to tell people all the time when I was a stockbroker and, and a financial advisor and I'd sit down with customers, i like, listen, you have rights. You have rights to great service. When you call, I will pick up the phone. I will pick up the phone because you're important to me. I will be there for you whenever you need me. I will make sure that you are taken great care of. You have rights as my customer, but I also have rights. I have rights as well. When I call you, it's not always because I have something to sell. When I call, I expect you to pick up the phone. I expect you to be there for me when I need you because I am here to take care of you. This is a, you know, a, a two-way relationship. It has to work between the both of us. And you know when I would when I would tell clients this, you know what they would do? They would shake their head and go, "Yeah, yeah, you're right, Mike. You're right." You got to train your customers as well. I don't care what industry you're in. If you're selling a product today that the customer walks away with, if you have a customer relationship management system, you know, CRM, and you have their information in that CRM, you always need to follow up after the sale. Ever heard of referrals? Ever heard of repeat customers? The wealthiest salespeople I know aren't the people that are making just one and done kills. They're the people that work, their CRM and build relationships with their customers and have them always coming back. And you may say, well, Mike, this is something, you know, that's not new. Of course it's not new. None of this is new since the beginning of time. When I was a kid, I had two bikes. I would ride one and rent the other. You know what I'm saying? I'm an entrepreneur. I believe in selling. I believe in making a buck on my own. I love the fact that I have the skill that if I didn't have a job or don't need a job or don't want a job, I will go out and figure out how to make a living because I have the ability to get in front of people and give them what they want and I will get what I need. That is how life works if you're a great salesperson. I think it's the greatest job on the planet. I can't imagine someone not wanting to be a salesperson and everybody sells. I don't care who you are. You may say, well, Mike, I'm not really a salesperson. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. When you were a kid, you sold your parents all the time. They said, you said, I want this. They said, you can't have that. And you started laying down the pitch. You started putting on everything you had in your arsenal to get what you wanted. We have all been awesome salespeople our whole life. Do you wanna be an awesome salesperson? Do you want to truly take your life to the next level? Do you wanna make more income? Are you stuck at 60,000 a year, 80,000 a year? You're trying your best to get to 100,000 a year. You don't know what it looks like to get there. You probably have the skills in place, but a lot of times you don't have the mindset. You make excuses. You wanna get those excuses out of the way? You wanna work with someone like me? I'm just gonna tell you like it is. I can find what those issues are and we can help fix them. Like I said, it's good when things are your fault. Because if it's your fault, you can fix it. If it's not your fault, well then you're just a victim and you're not a victim. We're not victims. We're here to take this to the next level. Do you believe me? I hope you do. Because if you do, then I will see you at the top. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Selling Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we'll see you at the top.